Hey, to those in our Charlotte community, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Happy New Year. Uh, excited to be back. Uh, this week, we have Joe Bruno on the podcast, and I'm really excited. If you don't know, Joe is uh, literally everywhere in Charlotte, uh, from covering the Hawthorne Bridge to uh, 38 spills uh, of random spills from trucks on Charlotte highways uh, to just in the streets for whatever is going on that day. Joe is there and Joe is providing us with the information and the context that we need to understand what's going on. And um, he is just uh, a huge asset to our city. And um, he explains his journey into uh, being a reporter uh, and what brought him down to Charlotte. So it was a, a really great conversation. Joe, thank you so much again for the time. And like I said, uh, I think I can speak on behalf of a lot of people in this city um, when I say thank you for the work that you do uh, on a daily basis for us. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode and we'll see you next time. Take care. Cool, man. So Joe, thank you very much for uh, doing this podcast. It means a lot. No problem. Thank you for having me. Um, so first off, happy new year. Uh, congratulations on the wedding last year. Thank you. We're both happy. It's over. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) Um, so, uh, I always open it up and I just, I ask how you're doing. So, I mean, you were all over the place last year, uh, and it just feels like it's not an pretty much ending you know, even from what happened yesterday. So at this point, how are, how are you? You know, doing? I'm doing great. It's I'm, I'm tired. I am <laughs> very tired. And, um, but you know, things are, I think we've all gotten used to the pace of things now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the election's over, there'll be a new president sworn in on 20th. Yep. Everything is starting to slow down a little bit. We just have to get over this last uh, little hurdle with these rough couple of weeks coming up of coronavirus and yeah. other net. Hopefully we will be in a better place as yeah. we enter the spring. Got it. Cool. Um, so uh, I want to ask, how was the feeling when you were able to drive across the Hawthorne Bridge? I like couldn't <laughs> believe it. I got a text saying, yo, go check out the Hawthorne Lane Bridge. And I thought somebody was messing with me. But like, yeah, I... I, I like for I, I'm trying to get back into the groove of driving like normally because yeah, I'm yeah. so used to going on Central Avenue or going down that Elizabeth Street uh, over there near Jersey Mike's and stuff uh, to just get around like on the Hawthorne Lane Bridge. But it's just so much better now that you don't have to take these obscure detours to get somewhere like a five minute trip is no longer a 10 minute trip it's, right. it's, I, I don't know you don't know how good something is until it's gone and then that was like three years <laughs> of hell but thankfully we are fine now oh you're covering that from what is to like mark like before march yes yes I, goodness gracious i mean it's what 2017 i mean harrison butker was on the panthers at the time when the <laughs> hawthorne lane bridge closed it's, it's oh like my God. blast in the past like anthony scaramucci was actually in office during that time that's how crazy, crazy. it's been <laughs> <laughs> i love it uh so if you can uh i was reading a story in your in college your first story was on a snow uh snow yes. removal uh so if you can just kind of just uh lay out the journey of uh, how you became a reporter. Yes. So, so right now it's for WSOC yes. TV, right? Yes, You're the ABC affiliate. Yep. Um, I just always loved, 
uh, television news and I uh, went to Elon University because they had a great student news organization where they didn't require you to wait until you were a junior or senior to get involved. So like if you were a freshman, you could go in there, take a camera and shoot a story and be on their student run television station, which, you know, we took very seriously, but mm -hmm. nobody watched it, but it, we <laughs> took it very seriously. Um, so yeah, my first story. Uh, so my first story ever was about the student um, section moving in basketball games, but my first live shot and like my first major story was about snow removal procedures for campus and like mm. how they make the snow day decision. It was a terrible story. I think I purged it from the internet. I'm not really <laughs> sure, but, um, yeah, I just completely botched my live and I forgot what I was going to say. I stumbled. I like s stared at the camera and it always seems worse in your head than it actually is. Mm -hmm. But as a freshman who was, you know, it was my first real big story on air live and I botched it and I thought the world was crumbling all around me. And I thought that I would be, you know, exiled and I have no future in this business. I'm going to have to transfer home to a school in PA and I'll know become a teacher or enter a business or something. But anyway, but uh, Nick Oxner, who now works for CBS in um, BTV was the producer at the time. And he patted me on the back and said, no, nah, good try or whatever, so, like, <laughs> you know, something along those lines or yeah, get him yeah. next time. And, um, you know, he, he didn't put me down when, you know, if I did that today, Nick would clearly put me down. Like he, mm -hmm. we're close enough friends. And if it was somebody else other than me, he probably would have done that too, but he didn't. And I was very appreciative of that. And I bounced back and I'm still here, but yeah, that's, uh, that was my first story on air. Um, <laughs> yeah. so if there's any young journalists listening to this and they <laughs> mess up, it's not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I mess up now all the time. So yeah. it's okay. <laughs> Love it. And what brought you to Charlotte? So you're from originally Pennsylvania, is yes. that right? Yeah. So I went to Elon University uh, about an hour 45 from here. And I mm. uh, always loved Charlotte. But I met uh, my news director at Fox 46 at a conference in L.A. And I gave him my business card. And he said, just shoot me an email when you get closer to graduating. I'd love to check out your work. I did that. And I thought I just asked for like feedback. Like, what do you think? How do, how do you think I'm doing? And he said, Oh, this is great. Do you want to work for us? And I said, sure. Why not? And he hired me as a junior digital journalist for Fox 46, which was just starting out at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, so I was a reporter, but I also was in charge of running the cam studio cameras and floor directing. And sometimes I would shoot other reporter stories. So I was doing a little bit of everything um, yeah. at Fox 46 when I started. Cool. Um, so you document uh, from spills on the yes. highway at number 38 now. I think. Oh, yes. <laughs> Something like, I've lost count. Yeah, that sounds about right. I love it. Uh, and like you're everywhere. And um, especially last year, you were um, all over the place. And I think I can speak for a lot of people in Charlotte when um, I can just say thank you for for the the information you provide us, uh, the information we need to see, um, because it goes a long way for us to understand what's actually happening. Um, and from last year, um, do you, uh, with things that happened last year, has that kind of changed you at all in your career with reporting? I think... In a way, yes, because I think a lot of journalists kind of went through this. Like, we, there's this perception that journalists have to be straight and narrow and, you know, just unbiased. But I think that, like, and, and we do, we have to be unbiased. But I think we also have to call spade a spade and mm -hmm. we have to 
tell people, we have to be honest with our viewers and honest with people about what we are seeing. And there's a difference between being, you know, partisan and political. So I think that it's really, I think that a lot of journalists, myself included, learned that authenticity is one of the most important things that we can bring to our profession right now. So right. that is how I'm kind of approaching the new year. And that's one of the ways last year kind of changed me is just making sure that, you know, you're real with people. You're not. Yeah. BSing them and you're not, you know, right. You're not misleading them and don't be afraid to tell people how it is. Yeah. So one of my, uh, glad you mentioned that. One of my questions that uh, I've been asking people, is there anything that you learned last year that you'll take with you going forward? Is that, yeah, d- definitely that. I, and, you know, I think it's also important that we are hearing from a wide range of people that we're talking to people that we don't usually talk to because there are so many voices in this community. And a lot of times uh, I think journalists find themselves going back to the same people. But we have to make sure what we hear from people that represent all facets of Charlotte. Right. Are there any uh, proud moment that stands out to you in your time in Charlotte? Proud moment. Um, you know, it's like the little things. Like y- yesterday, here's an example. Um, that I, I got a tweet from uh, someone who said that, thank you so much for tweeting about um, the vaccine signups because I was able, I saw your tweet and I got my mom signed up for a slot. And that like makes me feel like uh, that that's something that I'm proud of is like that, you know, my little tweet that I sent while I was in the backyard or something helped someone get a COVID-19 vaccine and will protect them from this God awful disease and virus. So, uh, you know, those are the kind of things that I'm like proud of. Like when I'm able to help someone, even like a small, it doesn't have to be a huge thing, like even just in a small way. Yeah. And, you know, I'm happy that like, you know, people can get the, like the way I like a lot of people know me from Twitter and the way I Mm -hmm. use Twitter is like, I just want like the most, like the things that you like, if you don't know anything going on about Charlotte that day or North Carolina, that you could just go to that feed and you can get caught up on the day and you don't have to go on a million different websites and try to catch it. Like, even if it's just like 140 characters, like you can right. get caught up and you'd have enough basis that you can hold a conversation with somebody. Yeah. So, you know, I'm proud that, you know, people have that resource and that, 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 that resource was created and people find it helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, when, Going back to my first point, like the small things, it doesn't have to be something huge. Um, you know, that's what really makes work worthwhile. Yeah. Have you seen um, more of a community uh, shift in Charlotte over the years uh, with what was going on last year to where we are now? I think so. I, yeah. I definitely think I, I get that feeling. Um, you know, I, 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 it's tough to kind of put into words like how how but mm-hmm. i do get that feeling because um you know just when i was out in the the protests i mean there were like tens of thousands of yeah. people people who have never been to protests before who were walking in, in in charlotte and you know it was really important to just like hear what they were saying mm-hmm. and listen to them because a lot of people felt like nobody has been listening to them and i, I think that you know elected leaders grasp that now and i'm not sure they did before then right how was your uh transition from when covid was starting last year as far as like a work uh aspect that really changed much for you yeah um it did a little bit because like now we're basically all working from home and like a photographer comes and picks me up and then we go to our stories we really Mm -hmm. don't go back to the station at all um but you know a, a lot more zoom interviews a lot more phone interviews, not as much in person. Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of my coworkers in months. 
crazy. I'm sure they don't miss me. It's okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it's 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 very different. I think like from a television news standpoint, I think a lot of stations like you know we used to have such high standards for what our product looks like, and now mm-hmm. there's everything Zoom and everybody's doing things from home and stuff. It's kind of taken a step back. Like the journalism is still strong, but like visually, it may not look as pretty as it did two years ago, three years ago. But um, I'm st- we're still in a groove. I miss being able to like be with the people that I'm interviewing, like inside the government center. You know, a right. lot of stories were found out in the hallways of the government center. And, you know, you just don't have that opportunity to do that. So it's kind of tough to stay plugged in. But, you know, I'm treading water and I, I, I haven't drowned yet. So <laughs> we're we're still trying to churn some stuff out. Yeah. Uh, so if you weren't reporter in charlotte what would you be doing i i think i would be a teacher i, I okay. really uh, i i, I find that, that yeah i find that <laughs> occupation appeal maybe i'll be a teacher one day um but i i just love um you know helping people out and you know being there for other people and helping you know yeah. them learn different things and that's why i love like tv news sometimes because you get to explain things to viewers mm-hmm. and you know teach them about what's going on in the yeah. community 100 percent uh so thank you very much uh, um i'm glad you mentioned that because uh i i don't know if you remember but i i met you at one of the protests because i saw you and i'm like i need to go up and just say hi yeah. um my uh, mother was diagnosed with breast cancer in march last year and i put out uh the city love book yes yeah and uh you like retweeted it like, i didn't I don't know how you saw it, but you just, you retweeted it. And like that, that, that just meant like the world to me. Um, and we ended up raising uh, a lot of money just to go that's to the so uh, National Breast Cancer Foundation. But oh, that's um, so great. I just wanted to thank you for that. And uh, just uh, what you do for us in Charlotte. Um, like I said, I know I can speak for so many people that, uh, would like to tell you that oh so, thank you that yeah. really means a lot yeah <laughs> that makes me feel good thank you <laughs> yeah you got it uh so joe thank you very much for coming on it means a lot uh and we'll see you soon absolutely thanks